Hello, this is Pearls on Tuesday, where we aim to create and celebrate the beauty of ordinary moments in extraordinary ways. Today's podcast is entitled A Collection of Fall Poetry. Great poems delight by using words in a way that arouses all five senses. It is not the rhyme or cadence that grabs us. Rather, it is the choice of the perfect word. I recently took a short poll on a Facebook page I host asking members to name their favorite season of the year. Fall was the winner overall. It's hard to resist feeling joyful and renewed The first time you feel a crisp autumn breeze or hear the scratch of whirling leaves as you walk, the smell of a bonfire and hot cider get me every time. Searching for the perfect pumpkin in a cozy fall sweater brings out the child in each of us. When I was teaching young children, I always made sure to let them know that leaves do not change in the fall. Rather, they reveal. During spring and summer with abundant sunlight and heat, leaves take on a deep green color. But when autumn arrives, they begin to shed this green facade and show their true colors. They reveal their true selves. I would like to think that fall offers each of us this opportunity. What better time to let the world see us in our full glory? If not now, when? I have gathered some of my favorite fall poems for you to enjoy along with me. If you would rather read than listen, feel free to visit my blog, Pearls on Tuesday. Dot com for a version that you can read. I hope these poems will tickle your fancy and help you to usher in a most wondrous time of the year. I will begin by sharing a very famous fall poem, To Autumn, by William Blake. O Autumn, laden with fruit and stained with the blood of the grape, pass not, but sit beneath my shady roof. There thou mayest rest and tune thy jolly voice to my fresh pipe and all the daughters of the year shall dance. Sing now the lusty song of fruits and flowers. The narrow bud opens her beauties to the sun and love runs in her thrilling veins. Blossoms hang round the brows of morning and flourish down the bright cheek of modest eve till clustering summer breaks forth into singing and feathered clouds strew flowers round her head. The spirits of the air live in the smells of fruit and joy with pinions light roves round the gardens or sits singing in the trees. Thus sang the jolly autumn as he sat, then rose, girded himself, and o'er the bleak hills fled from our sight. 
but left his golden load. Another by the same title, To Autumn, by the famous John Keats. Season of mists and mellow fruitfulness, close bosom friend of the maturing sun, conspiring with him how to load and bless with fruit the vines that round the thatch eaves run, to bend with apples the mossed cottage trees and fill all fruit with ripeness to the core, to swell the gourd and plump the hazel shells with a sweet kernel, to set budding more and still more later flowers for the bees until they think warm days will never cease, for summer has o'erbrimmed their clammy cells. Who hath not seen thee oft amid thy store? Sometimes whoever seeks abroad may find thee sitting careless on a granary floor, thy hair soft lifted by the winnowing wind, or on a half-reaped furrow sound asleep, drowsed with the fume of poppies, while thy hook spares the next swath and all its twined flowers. And sometimes, like a gleaner, thou dost keep steady thy laden head across a brook, or by a cider press with patient look, thou watchest the last oozings, hours by hours. Where are the songs of spring? I, where are they? Think not of them. Thou hast thy music too. While barred clouds bloom the soft dying day and touch the stubble plains with rosy hue, then in a wailful choir the small gnats mourn among the river sallows, borne aloft or sinking as the light wind lives or dies, and full-grown lambs loud bleat from hilly born, hedge crickets sing, and now with treble soft the redbreast whistles from a garden croft, and gathering swallows twitter in the skies. Another old favorite by Robert Frost, entitled October. O hushed October morning mild, thy leaves have ripened to the fall. Tomorrow's wind, if it be wild, should waste them all. The crows above the forest call, tomorrow they may form and go. O hushed October morning mild, begin the hours of this day slow. Make the day seem to us less brief. Hearts not averse to being beguiled. Beguile us in the way you know. Release one leaf at break of day. At noon, release another leaf. One from our trees, one far away. Retard the sun with gentle mist. Enchant the land with amethyst. Slow, slow. For the grapes' sake, if they were all whose leaves already are burnt with frost, whose clustered fruit must else be lost, for the grapes' sake along the wall, autumn birds, autumn birds. And now by John Clare. The wild duck startles like a sudden thought, and heron slow as if it might be caught. 
The flopping crows on weary wings go by and gray-beard jackdaws noising as they fly. The crowds of starnels whiz and hurry by and darken like a clod the evening sky. The larks like thunder rise and suffy round, then drop and nestle in the stubble ground. The wild swan hurries height and noises loud, with white neck peering to the evening cloud. The weary rooks to distant woods are gone, with lengths of tail the magpie winnows on to neighboring tree and leaves the distant crow while small birds nestle in the edge below. Autumn Fires by Robert Louis Stevenson In the other gardens and all up the vale from the autumn bonfires see the smoke trail. Pleasant summer over and all the summer flowers, the red fire blazes, the gray smoke towers. Sing a song of seasons, something bright in all, flowers in the summer, fires in the fall. A Vagabond Song by Bliss Carmen. There is something in the autumn that is native to my blood, touch of manner, hint of mood, and my heart is like a rhyme with the yellow and the purple and the crimson keeping time. The scarlet of the maples can shake me like a cry of bugles going by, and my lonely spirit thrills to see the frosty asters like a smoke upon the hills. There is something in October sets the gypsy blood astir, we must rise and follow her when from every hill of flame she calls and calls each vagabond by name. Autumn Song by Dante Gabriel Rossetti Knowest thou not at the fall of the leaf how the heart feels a languid grief laid on it for a covering? And how sleep seems a goodly thing in autumn at the fall of the leaf. And how the swift beat of the brain falters because it is in vain in autumn at the fall of the leaf. Knowest thou not? And how the chief of joy seems not to suffer pain. Knowest thou not at the fall of the leaf how the soul feels like a dried sheaf bound up at length for harvesting, and how death seems a comely thing in autumn at the fall of the leaf. If You Were Coming in the Fall by Emily Dickinson If you were coming in the fall, I'd brush the summer by with half a smile and half a spurn, as housewives do, a fly. If I could see you in a year, I'd wind the months in balls and put them each in separate drawers for fear the numbers fuse. If only centuries delayed, I'd count them on my hand, subtracting till my fingers dropped into Van Diamond's land. If certain, when this life was out, that yours and mine should be, I toss it yonder like a rind and take eternity. But now, uncertain of the length of this, 
that is between, it goads me like the goblin bee that will not state its sting. It's September by Edgar Guest. It's September and the orchards are afire with red and gold, and the nights with dew are heavy and the mornings sharp with cold. Now the garden's at its gayest with the salvia blazing red and the good old-fashioned asters laughing at us from their bed. Once again in shoes and stockings are the children's little feet, and the dog now does his snoozing on the bright side of the street. It's September and the corn stalks are as high as they will go and the red cheeks of the apples everywhere begin to show. Now the supper's scarcely over ere the darkness settles down and the moon looms big and yellow at the edge of the town. Oh, it's good to see the children when their little prayers are said, duck beneath the patchwork covers when they tumble into bed. It's September and a calmness and a sweetness seem to fall over everything that's living, just as, just as though it hears the call of old winter trudging slowly with his pack of ice and snow in the distance over yonder, and it somehow seems as though every tiny little blossom wants to look its very best when the frost shall bite its petals and it droops away to rest. It's September. It's the fullest and the ripeness of the year. All the work of earth is finished or the final tasks are near. But there is no doleful wailing, every living thing that grows, for the end that is approaching wears the finest garb it knows. And I pray that I may proudly hold my head up high and smile when I come to my September in the golden afterwhile. Autumn's Majesty by Patricia L. Sisko. Sun with his artistic touch streaks skies of blue with rosy blush, trimming oak and maple too, crimson reds with yellow hue. Birch and hemlock, purple and gold, apples, pumpkins bright and bold, burns by day and cools by night cloaking trees in fiery might. Wispy winds and tumbling leaves, cypress scents within the breeze, starry eaves and harvest moon sets the stage for cricket's tune. As spiders spin their tapestry and crickets sing in symphony, their final song of destiny, it's clear for all the world to see. Autumn's vibrant majesty. At Last You've Come Again by Patricia A. Fleming. There's an early morning stillness, a pure pastoral peace, a silence so consuming it sedates and comforts me. Each sound so hushed and yielding as if on tiptoes nature wakes, it whispers soft and gently that it's time to seize the day. The trills and twitters of the early birds, the crickets mesmerizing hum, the tickling of my eyelids by the humid, softer sun. I gaze outside my window and let the breeze caress my face, its chilly touch so welcoming that I swoon in its sweet embrace. 
The harsh, determined summer sun has grown weary and withdrawn, and a shy and temperate autumn sun arrives with the rosy dawn. It peeks through billowy cotton clouds and casts shadows everywhere. The earthy, musky sense of fall pervades the fresh, crisp air. I feel so full and more alive, no longer crushed by stifling heat. I need to commune with nature again instead of making a fast retreat. The pumpkins on my front porch stoop, the crimson russet leaves, hikes through the dense and piney woods upon paths that wind and weave, hay rides through the farmer's fields, cuddled by the fireside, eating candy by the five-pound bag while taking a scenic drive. All those classic horror movies that help create the atmosphere for those ghosts and ghouls of Halloween to once again appear. I can feel my heart so filled with thrills, it's like I'm born again. The only thought that cramps my style is that too quickly it will end. But hail to the brilliant season of fall, the most perfect time to me. Immersed in her colors, aromas, and scares is right where I long to be. Blown with the Wind by Bettina Van Varenberg. I imagined, though ever so brief, that I was a leaf, and the wind blew me off my tree. I was excited, even delighted, because of the wonderful sights I would see. I swirled and twirled high in the air, and I landed on top of a hill. The view was astounding, with flowers abounding. It was such an incredible thrill. Hours passed, and then at long last, the wind remembered me. I played with a child, and we both smiled. We were so happy and so free. We chased each other. Not a care or bother was on our minds. But good things end, and my newfound friend had to go and leave me behind. We said goodbye. I journeyed on through the sky, but at midday I needed a rest. In a meadow I lazed amidst cows that grazed until the wind blew me out west. I flew over houses, I skimmed over towers, and I landed on top of a train. The sun shone bright, I was enjoying my ride, when the wind blew me into a drain. Dark clouds came along, and not before long the rain was pouring down. Into the sewer I went my heart quite content, for a leaf I had been around. And lastly, The Magic in the Moment by Danielle Spencer. The wind began to blow and shook the trees, heads turned up in unison, witnessing a season of change. The leaves were freed from their branches, floating and swinging through the air, painting the sky with golden colors, dancing their way to the ground. The wind blew again, and the trees shook, whispers in the wind, it's good luck to catch a leaf. Searching and turning, arms opening wide, hands held high, watching the leaves dance in the sky, they swirled turned and swept me off my feet, dodging and scooping 
the magic in the moment. Happy fall. Take good care of you and yours.